Hey, let's have another devotion. We're in Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So we've been called to bear with one another, to forgive whatever burdens we have, above all, to love, right? To put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity, to let peace rule, to be thankful, and that flows right here, to let the word of Christ dwell richly among you. When I was, uh, when I was in, in Christian publishing, this was one of the thematic verses of the brand of Bible study that we used. It was, it was Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell richly among you. Uh, this word uh, translated richly, it's, it's, it's quite apt. It means that the Bible's not just some sort of ornament that you hang on your lifestyle and on your family uh, and on your church, right? It's, it's, not, it's not just this afterthought. I've seen the Bible treated that way, where the tree is, you know, like whatever mission you've got in life, and then the ornament is the Word of God. Like, no, the Word of God is the tree. And the other things that you want in life, maybe they'll become ornaments too. <laughs> like, but the main thing is the main thing. You let it dwell, meaning it doesn't just visit, it lives here. It's the Word of God, and it lives right here among us. And it doesn't just live here among us, like, you know, that like the, 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 the kooky roommate who emerges from the basement in pajama pants and, and, and bunny slippers from time to time. Like, no, he lives here and he lives among us richly. He is at the epicenter of our fellowship. Let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom. Everything comes back to this, guys. I mean, look at this. We're even in a topical series right now. And, and hopefully it's heavily, heavily biblical. What we're trying to provide here is a biblical framework for how we function as families. Man, you wanna see your family become beautifully unified? You wanna see some of the previous three verses really enacted, learning how to forgive one another, bear with one another in love, to let peace rule, to be, to be grateful? Let the word of Christ dwell richly among you. Start, are you with me dads? Are you ready for this? Okay, if you're a single mom, this is on you for now. Okay, until if it's God's will, you get biblically remarried one day. That's going to be a, another tough discussion. Let us know. We're here for you pastorally to coach you through that. If you're a single mom, it's hard to hand the keys over to your future husband and be like, okay, now it's your turn to lead Bible study. Set a high bar for that guy, by the way. Don't, don't compromise for him. But if your dad, I'm looking at you especially, let the word of Christ dwell richly in your house. Don't just make the Bible an ornament you hang on your lifestyle. Let it be the source of all wisdom. Let it be spoken at your dinner table. That's how my family and I do Bible study. We have Bibles kind of everywhere, but we, we usually keep them by the buffet or right in the very center of the table. Uh, when I had my buddy Ian Dunaway, what's up Ian? He and I have been emailing this morning. He's helping me with some curriculum stuff. Uh, when he built our table for us on the underside of it, we wrote, like I kind of made this rectangle for where my Bible, in fact, I used this one for a long time, would sit while I taught my whole family all the way through the book of Proverbs. And it took a few years to do it. In fact, by the time I got to the end of it, Asa just tuned into what was happening because <laughs> he was like three when we started. <laughs> I was like, all right, back to chapter one. And, and it, was, it was important. It was an important part of that table. 
and why it exists. You know, to be able to sit down with my family while they're all together, I'd open up the Bible and I just chose to go through Proverbs. It's so practical. You know, you could take just one verse and like, boom, it's brilliant. You could apply it. You could talk about practical applications, way that we would apply as a family, how we're gonna apply our lives to this text. And it even begins too, it begins so perfect. Proverbs 1, 7 is even like the foundational verse for like how I'm raising my children. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and fools despise wisdom and discipline. If you were to find a little Campbell boy, grab him by the Mohawk and ask him, what's Proverbs 1, 7? Hopefully he'll be able to tell you from memory because Wow, we emphasize that. And I know what it's like. I know what it's like to try to, to, to try to use the Bible in a family Bible study after you've just, you know, thrown a tantrum watching the football game. Like, I know you feel like a stupid hypocrite, man. You feel like, ah, who, what, what kind of a jerk am I to sit here with my family and open up the Bible and like teach them the Bible, All right? Like you, you feel like a hypocrite because they've seen you at your worst and now they're gonna see you open the Bible. Look. The devil would love nothing more than for you to never open the Bible for your family. And those times when you feel like a hypocrite, sometimes those are the times where you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. All right, distinguish shame, which is satanic, from conviction, which is the Holy Spirit. And that's a good thing. Let them see you repent if they see you stumble in sin. And as you open up your Bible, as you say, use the book of Proverbs, right, you're just gonna read from it you're gonna lift it up, let the word of Christ dwell richly right there in your house. You're choosing to do it at the dinner table in part because for one, families that eat together stay together. And two, it's way, way smarter to do it while everybody's gathered anyway. It's far more difficult to have a second gathering. Okay, as a pastor, ask me how I know. When I plan meetings and trainings, I do it when people are already there. So you don't have to, get up, brush your teeth, and get in the car, and drive to the Redemption Church, and then go to a meeting, and then drive back home, and then later on that week, get up, brush your teeth again, get in the car again, drive to the Redemption Church again, meet again. Rather, I'll just tack it on to when you're already there, okay? Like members of the table training team already kind of know how this worked out well. Like we did best when we were all together physically anyway. So do the same thing with your family. While they're already at the table anyway, open up the Bible. Okay, and you confess your sin. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to feel like a hypocrite, all right? You, don't, you, you acknowledge the fact that you have sinned. Guys, I'm sorry, forgive me for, for, for letting you down earlier today. You know, I've confessed my sin before God. He and I are cool. This is the word of God. Let's listen to what it says, all right? I'm, we're all together gonna aspire unto this standard. And then, man, uh, I took my family to the book of Proverbs. That lasted us a good five years and prompted I mean, myriad incredible discussions. It's, it's, a, it's a great way to go. And if you're particularly ambitious, if you wanna go through it multiple times, there happen to be just as many Proverbs as there are days in the month, which is kind of cool. And as you do this, the first time you do it, man, um, like we talked about in our, in our sermon, it's not, it may not be received all that well, but over time that will become the real you. And then the you who shouts at the Seahawks on the television, that's not really the real you. That's your sin nature. Who you really are in your children's eyes will become who you are in Christ. Who you really are will be the one who opens the Bible. That's my dad. He's the one who opens the Bible for our family. That's your new legacy. That's who you really are. It's gonna be awkward at first, but dads, I'm telling you, plow through that awkwardness because what's on the other side is a new normal wherein you let the word of Christ dwell richly in your family. In all wisdom and teaching, 
You're, you're teaching and you're admonishing. You're able to let scripture correct. It's pretty profound when the scripture is the one who corrects because it comes not from your authority, but from God's authority. You're admonishing one another through Psalms. Okay, we're gonna study the Psalms. It's gonna be incredible. There are 150 of them. Hymns, okay, this does, when we see the word hymn, we associate it with the, the hymnal comprised of ancient British bar tunes, uh, uh, you know, compiled into, you know, to dusty books that were in the backs of pews and churches. This actually, this word hymn actually predates those by several centuries. All right, so don't, when you see the word hymn, don't think like the Baptist hymnal, the Methodist hymnal, the Presbyterian hymnal. Far more ancient than any of those, right? It really, it's, it's a re there's reasons right next to the word Psalms. Uh, the Psalms are also a book of songs that God gave us to sing to him and spiritual songs, okay? That means that even original songs as well, like Awaken Seattle, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts, all right? We're gonna talk more about how worship affects the family because there's something profound about it. But man, I pray that you let the word, let the Bible dwell in your house and dwell richly in your house. Let it be the source of all wisdom that you would teach and admonish your families. This is a big deal. It's going to be hard. It's going to be awkward at first, but it's going to be transformative. I promise you, you want to have a radical family. You want to see the Holy Spirit let loose in your home. Open up the Bible when you're at the dinner table together.